Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you again to do our podcast. Um, yeah, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Tim. Uh, you're the main man. The, <laughs> the main man this weekend. You're preaching. I don't, I don't think I've preaching. ever been described like that. <laughs> really? Not my main man, but uh, you are the man. You're preaching three times this Sunday. Uh, in Palouse at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and in Pullman at 1.30 yeah. p.m. Yeah, at Bishop and Place. Yeah. At Bishop Place in Pullman, yeah. So you're the man. Okay, if you say so. Yeah, so I just, I do say so. I don't, I, it's just fact. So now all the people have to come yeah. to find out if Corey's right and if I am the man. Well, one thing is for sure, I will be the only man delivering a message. <laughs> Well, we hope You're so. on Sunday. We hope nobody so. interrupts you or anything. So uh, it's good to good to be with you on the podcast. What what do we have to talk about besides the sermon today? I, I mean, I want to talk about that from Acts twenty five. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, what what do you what do you got on your plate? My plate. Let's see. Uh, not not your well, personal plate. Well, there's some plate. Mexican yeah. on my plate in the other room. Yes, I think. which but, um, you chose not to eat, even though I said go eat it. It's going to get cold. I know, but then and, we'd never get the podcast recorded. I know. As, it, as it is, it took but us an we, hour and 15 minutes before we got Then the we podcast. had a long conversation. Now it's going to be all moldy. Maybe. Okay, probably not. So, so Upper Michigan. You know, is that a thing? Up, up, uh, Northern Michigan? The, uh, it's getting hammered by the polar the vortex. The polar vortex, yeah. Yes. You know, I, and very, very, it's very cold. Yeah. Now. And that, that polar vortex yeah. um, it, it's having really significant impacts around the whole area. And, you know, in Chicago, I think they were talking. I don't You know, I never know what to believe on the news or, or anything, and especially when it comes to the weather. But they, they were projecting negative 60 degrees. Yeah, with wind chill. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. But I do You know, I... I heard that it was so cold in Chicago. Yeah. How cold was it, Tim? <laughs> well, they had they canceled uh, a performance of of Hamilton the musical. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? They they you know they they just had to they had to cancel it. Well, it turns out that Burr killed Hamilton again. Oh my goodness! Yeah. No. Yeah. Like no. That. No. It's funny. I get you, the cold and Burr. Yeah, I got Burr, it. Yeah. Burr, Aaron Burr yeah. and Burr. Cold. Yes. Burr yeah. Killed I, Hamilton yeah. Again. Yep. Yep, that is a real nerdy joke. That's a real nerdy joke. Yeah, pretty <laughs> nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. No. A cold, so cold, cold in Michigan. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm thankful it's not that cold here. It, um, it, it it's not just the politicians that are doing shakedowns in Chicago now. You know, <laughs> it's uh, everybody's shaking in Chicago right now. You know, yeah, um, yeah. It's, I, I I heard a story that I thought was really interesting. I think it, it again in Chicago, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, that. Uh, they were actually taking some of the transit buses around to the areas where there were homeless people, uh, and then they sometimes homeless people are reluctant to move from their spot where they are, yeah, uh, for fear of having what they do have stolen and stuff like that. And they uh, set up these mobile warming stations, they called them, and I just thought that was a really clever use of resources to help people out in a really desperate situation. Huh. Cool. Uh, kind of random thought there, but. Yeah. You know, sometimes government does good things. It doesn't always feel that way uh, in yeah. our culture. And maybe, government. It, you know, if you look at Paul's situation, oh, maybe it doesn't the always segue feel to, like... So, uh, government, like, 
is in our text today. It's been in our text. You for just a while did a segue now, so. from the polar vortex in the Midwest in Chicago, homeless people to ancient Rome, whether the people realize it or not. It's, and, it's and, unbelievable. And, yeah, the the uh, the government of the time uh, is is Rome, and Paul is is a captive of the empire. Yeah, for his own safety. But he's really been uh, uh, mistreated in a sense that he's been held captive this for two years a, because Felix was uh, wanted a bribe. The yeah, governor. Well, he's really a political pawn. He is I mean, a they're, political they're, pawn. They're they're using him, at, you know, to try to, uh, you know, improve relations with the Jewish community. Yeah. Because at this point in time, the Jews and the Romans are kind of there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension. They're butting heads, uh, to put it mildly, and. And so each of these leaders that we've been looking at, they've kind of been looking to curry favor with the Jews somehow. Yeah. And even though Paul's done nothing wrong, and they're all in politics now where people try to win favor with people. No, they don't do that. No, no, no. (laughs) But uh, they, they, you know, they're trying to curry favor with the Jews, and and Paul's in the middle of it. And he hasn't, they, they will admit he hasn't done anything wrong. They can't find anything that he's guilty of that's worthy of holding him, but still. You know, for more than there two, he sits, for more yeah. than two years, mm-hmm. uh, without any real justice, he's been uh, held captive in in Caesarea. Yeah, and yet we think that God was involved in this. Though so, you know, Paul is a Jewish background b- believer, and he's being faced by his own probably some kids he knew growing up, growing up that are now adults and part of the Jewish ruling council, and uh, these these leaders they want him shut down. Uh, but because he's safe in Roman confines, even if he's this political pawn, God's still using it for good. So Paul's able to witness to people, and and uh, and he's going to use it to kind of catapult him to Rome. And we see that in our text today. So yeah, we're yeah. in. If you're wondering where we're at, we're in Acts 25. If I haven't said right, that already, yeah. first first twelve verses, 12 verses yeah. of Acts 25, and Paul is uh, he. He was under the care, I guess you could say, of the governor Felix, and now the new governor is in town. Yeah, and how do you how do you say how do you say his name, Tim? Uh, what well, Festus. You just right. go with Festus, just, but but later, later I think he's referred to, or was it earlier, Porcius Porcius Festus? Maybe? Yes, yes, or maybe Porcius Festus, Porcius Festus. or maybe Porcius Festus. I think Porcius Festus is maybe good. Yeah, um, I just well, believe like, if you say it with confidence, most people won't question. Yeah, let's just call him. Festus or Festy, oh. <laughs> Festy, Festus, whatever. So he's, he's a little feisty Festus. He he want, he's coming in, and we can relate to this. In case you guys are kind of thinking of tuning out, because you know you're you're somewhere in the polar vortex, and you're just worried about staying alive, or maybe you're in Washington here, and you're thinking I got better things to do with my time than listen to Roman history. Well, all of this connects uh, to present day life because we we still get forced into our uh, situations sometimes our relationship with our governments, local or regional or national. And it's not always convenient, the Mm -hmm. situations we get put in. Um, But uh, Paul is, comes in, he's in this situation. He has a new governor who wants to come in and clean things up. Right. And make some new rules. And it seems like, it seems like he's got kind of a plan. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we, we saw Felix kind of, uh, wringing his hands over everything, taking forever to make a decision. And and here, uh, Festus, uh, he, he comes into power, and he he goes 
to uh, Caesarea, and 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 all of a sudden he's like, well, there's a problem with Paul and the Jews, and we're gonna go to Jerusalem, and we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. Yeah. And yeah. so he goes to Jerusalem, and he meets with. Uh, the Jewish leaders there and kind of gets the background of, of, of what's going on in their perspective. They actually bring, again, all of their accusations against Paul and try to convince um, try to convince uh, Festus to bring Paul to Jerusalem for, for the hearing. Yeah. Um, which is, the, the, Paul's enemies want him to travel from the safety of Caesarea, safety, yeah. which is on the Mediterranean coast. It's still in the province of Judea. They want him to travel there 65 miles back to Jerusalem, and they would so basically... they can give him a fruit basket. Okay. Right? Show their love and yes, appreciation yes. Is for... Is that how you show love and appreciation? I don't Get know. a fruit basket? I would a fruit welcome ba- a fruit basket or a chocolate basket. Chocolate basket. So they want to they kill Paul. No, actually. they want to yeah. kill Paul. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you're right. So, I, yeah, so you forgot that. But I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they want to they intercept his convoy, but thankfully... Um, Paul says no to that. Um, he he does not want to go back to Jerusalem. He he they can't prove the charges against him, like you've already said, and um, he's not interested in an unfair trial in Jerusalem. Yeah, I um, think Paul knows what's uh, waiting for him yeah. in Jerusalem if he yeah. goes there. Well, they have been plotting. Over forty people were plotting to assassinate him before, you know. Yeah. And yeah. even though it's been two years, if there's a bunch of people who really, really want you dead, and then you foil their plot, um, probably they're not going to just forget yeah, it. I think very they've easy. probably been hanging out. I mean, I've never been involved in an assassination <laughs> plot, but... That's good for any government yeah. agencies yeah. that might be I, listening. I, 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 yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> if you know somebody in a government agency, especially a top secret one, forward them this podcast. That'll be the challenge for the week. Oh, yeah, but, but we'll we never, never know. know. We'll never know. Except that our podcast gets shut down by the NSA or something. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. But. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so so Paul does this thing at the end of our text today, where you know he he says, "I I am okay with dying yeah. uh, if I'm if I'm if guilty. I'm guilty. Yeah. You know, I I won't avoid death, but if there's nothing against me here, then I want a fair trial." So he appeals to Caesar. And then that kind of is going to force Festus's hand. There's going to be more stuff that happens in our upcoming weeks. But I want to talk to you about this appeal to Caesar. What What are you thinking about that as you prepare to preach on on Sunday in in two places, two cities, wow, three different times? The man Tim Severs is going to yeah. preach. Yeah, it might, and it might even you know through recorded fashion find its way to Michigan of all wow. places to the wow. polar vortex. To, to the polar vortex. Anyway, um, you know, I, you know, as we as we look at what's happening here, I think like the appeal to Caesar seems maybe a little strange to us. Like, why would you go? I mean, you're not. Couldn't he just wait for a ruling from? He's confident so what is in appeal his, to Caesar. His, break down that for for conf- people who what, what, break it down first. Well, what is it? Well, well, once he does that as a Roman citizen, um, pretty much what what the text says is well to Caesar. I think to Caesar you've appealed, and to Caesar you will go. Okay, uh, and so that's his right as a Roman citizen to do that. But um, he he is already before somebody who doesn't think he's guilty, um, so he could you know, wait it out, I suppose. Uh, he could 
Uh, he clearly doesn't want to go back into the hands of the Jewish people. He knows what's going to happen there. But I think what's going on here is that Paul is seeing that he's kind of in the situation where he's stuck and nothing's happening. And, and he's, he's not forcing God's plan, but he knows what God's plan is because it was revealed to him a couple chapters ago. What was ago. God's plan? Remind he's, us. He, he, well, well, first of all, when, when, when um, Paul was... Um, when he uh, was on the Damascus Road and, and God came to Ananias, uh, God told Ananias that his purpose for Paul was that he would testify before kings. Uh, and and he, he needs to do that. And then later in Acts, just a few chapters ago, uh, he was assured that he must carry the message to Rome. Mm -hmm. uh, God stood by his side and delivered that message in an evening of, of what I imagine must have been incredible anxiety and fear as uh, he had been rescued uh, yet again <laughs> from the hands of the angry mob. And, and God says, don't, don't worry. I've got a plan for you. And your, your purpose is to testify. This is the Lord. It's the Lord. Lord. Yeah. And says, you are going to testify about me in Rome. And so he knows he needs to get to Rome and, uh, and, and he appeals to Caesar and that's, you know, that's his ticket to get there. Um, and that's we're going to see uh, as the events unfold that that's where Paul ends up. He ends up there. There's a little um, more that happens I mean, in between, but he I mean, appeals yeah. to Caesar, and that's his Roman right. But I like how you brought the big picture up. That's been God's plan all along. All along. And you know, God has a plan for our lives, and yet sometimes the in between steps, you know, can be can be frustrating or take longer than we think, or we wonder why. Is this happening, you know? But um, God still has a plan, you know? He still has a plan. Yeah. And Paul is is in the midst of God's plan for his his life. So, um, so appealing to Caesar. You were yeah. saying something yeah. when I kind of forced you to... Well, to, who knows? I mean, when, when I get interrupted, I lose track of things because I was listening to you and what you were saying. Oh, you, but, you were saying good things there. You said, but, so, uh, so he's yeah. appealed to Caesar and to Caesar yeah, you will go. Caesar and, he's going to go. And and so, he's he's going to testify there before before Caesar. And I know, I don't remember how long ago it was now. We were, we were looking at a Philippian text for some strange reason um, because we aren't studying Philippians, but we saw there that that Paul has a powerful influence uh, in Rome, even among Caesar's own household. Yeah, yeah. It's um, the very end of yeah, the letter the to end. the Philippians is, I, I bring you greetings from those of the believers in Caesar's household. Um, and uh, that that's a pretty big deal. Um, that, that Now that's looking forward a bit from this text. He ends up yeah, yeah. in Rome and he writes some letters, including the letter to the church uh, at Philippi. Um, and he says in Philippians 4, 22, all the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's interesting how, um, how God, God's plan doesn't ever seem to come to fruition the way that I think it should, you know, or in my limited human understanding, I think, well, this is the steps that should, that should be taken to, to accomplish this objective. But, but God works things in strange ways, um, which I think probably for the benefit, certainly, of, of the uh, people in Caesar's household, but also for Paul. Um, and I can't speak for Paul, you know, he speaks for himself a lot here, but, 
but God, God's ways are, are maybe seem a little strange to us, but, but there's always a reason and a purpose behind them. And they bring about the result that he, he wants. Yeah. We, you know, we often think of set a goal, make a decision and head in a straight direction. That's what we want to do, you know, uh, in life. We, 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 we want to see, you know, progress. We want to see a straightforward direction, you know, um, but God's God's plans can be very different than that. Yeah, just, you might throw a polar vortex in your yeah. way or something. I don't well, mean I, a, a weather pattern, but a a serious something that curveball. Yeah, you know, that, something that really is just like that. Is well, not I didn't, helping me, God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect to to be in Palouse in my life uh, until just just a few months before I was offered this job. Was it even a idea right i mean it's not like you know i know there's some people who grow up saying i'm going to be a fireman and they become one you know but but um but for a lot of us uh the path to what god's going to do in our lives has all kinds of turns and 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 things that happen to us and we lose people along the way that we didn't expect to lose we we go through challenges that we couldn't have predicted we become a different person we we end up in a career maybe we didn't expect and yet uh, for the believer i think we can look back and say as paul says in one of his letters in romans 8 you know that god works together all things for the good of those who trust him and um and i think he's doing that you know uh, but we as human beings tend to like if somebody made a book how to be a successful apostle you know 10 steps and you know this is what our world does like yeah. uh Get a really good platform, speak to a lot of people, build your social media network, uh, you know, um, you know, win uh, powerful friends. And, and, but the way Paul goes about it, partly because of the way God forces him to, very different. He gets kicked out of numerous cities. He almost gets killed a couple of times. Yeah. He's going to shipwreck, you know, he's, he, yeah. he languishes in jail. Um, but God uses all of that and makes him this most important missionary of the first century. Yeah, and what's, um, I think what's really key in our passage, too, is that no matter what Paul faces, he always is on his mission to do what God has called him to do. There's a point for us, And he continues to do his job. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, maybe that doesn't seem like a lot, but his job was to share the gospel, and, and he did that. Wherever he went, and in front of king, you know, governors and kings. Uh, it's governors now. It's kings next week, and soon it'll be emperors. Right. Uh, where he is always sharing the gospel and so, doing the job that God has called him to do. So let's say that again for us. It, you said no matter what we face, uh, God is calling us to do our job. Yeah. That He's put us that in. He's yeah. You know, so we face a diagnosis we didn't want. Well, that doesn't change that God's calling us to be his child and to love him and love, love others, others. Yeah. share the good news, practice forgiveness, be charitable. You know, God is calling us to do our job um, even if we end up in places we don't expect, yep. uh, even if things don't work out the way we want. Um, you know, uh, yeah, God is calling us to do our job, our role. Um, and, and for you folks out there, what is your mission and your role? Yeah. That's a good segue to the spiritual growth plan. The, sure. Yeah. yeah. So if we, with the minute or so we have left, it, within our spiritual growth plan, there's a section. Let's see. I think it's your 
just beautifully made binder oh, that Tim oh, made, yeah, the, yeah. the spiritual growth plan for Ooh. 2019, which are available free here. I'm looking at mine now, but in the sincere service section, Ooh, yeah. sincere service section. Don't say that. You you fast. you you, uh, you can process out what might be God's mission for your life by looking yeah. at your personal gifts, your spiritual gifts, the passions you have in your life. Looking at the needs in the world, and then looking at how those how those intersect. You can start to discern, and not just alone, but with those who know you and care about you, um, discern what is God's calling upon your life. And maybe yeah. some of you out there know your call, uh, God's calling upon your life, and maybe some of you completely clueless. But God, God has a plan and a purpose for you. He's not calling everybody to be preachers and teachers, but uh, you know He is. He is calling all His believers to to own their role in the body of Christ. Uh, you know, if He's placed you as a dad or a mom, that's part of your calling. Yeah. Um, yeah. as, a, as a spouse, that's, uh, if you're married, that's part of your calling. Um, but what, what is God calling you to do? Because um, we can lament all we want, the place we find ourselves in. Oh, I wish I wasn't going through this, or I wish I didn't have this diagnosis. I wish I was younger. But you can spend as much time doing that as you want, but it's not going to change that you are where you are now. Yeah. Um, and that's... That's what Paul can teach us. He's he's right there, and and his his that's his opportunity is what's right in front of him. That's right. Yeah, and your opportunity is this Sunday, man. Yeah, three times. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, Severs, yeah. <laughs> it's coming at you. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I I am too. I'm gonna try to maybe tune in somehow oh. on the 11:30 broadcast on yeah, Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Yeah, unless you uh, broadcast it some other way. but No, and well, you can always catch the recorded audio later, but uh, Facebook Live at uh, 11.30. The recorded audio day. you pl- posted at uh, PalouseChurch.org. Yeah. Hey, do we have time to talk about the Ross Point uh, thing, or should we do that in another should podcast? No, wait, we're, we're, you know, last week we missed the cutoff of our We, did. Our we show said Montana is the last and, word. And uh, we should probably just wrap things up. We should. Then. We shouldn't talk about the polar vortex no, anymore. No. Polar Vortex. Well, okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, Watch out. To this crazy podcast. Uh, Burke Hill Hamilton. That's right. Burke Hill Hamilton. Again, so this has been in Tim. Chicago. Tim in Chicago. I love to interrupt Tim. Uh, he does. He, this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio. So the Rolling Hills of Burke killed Hamilton again. Wishing you a blessed day. All right.